God, it's time for another week. ZTGD Radio. This is episode 763 for September 11th, 2023. Not on the show this week, we got Terrence. What up, y'all? And we got the Wombat. Yes, sir. I'm good. I'm good. And that's it. Everybody else was like, fuck it, I ain't coming. Yep. <sighs> but anyway, let's just kick it right off. Talk about some video games. There's been a lot of a lot of crazy shit going on. It's 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 not gonna stop. It's gonna continue to be buck wild. Can't stop. Won't, Won't stop. Won't stop. Bat <laughs> 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 <That> boy. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Diddy, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh shit. Alright, so Terrence, why don't you why don't you kick us off? Of course, he says me as I'm over here coughing. Okay. Um, whew, uh, man, you know what? Some of the stuff I can't talk about. So I've played some more Lies of P, but you'll have to wait to hear about that. Um, some more Gunbrella, uh, which I'm going to write the review of for that because I think the thirteenth out this week. Yeah. Um, so you'll be able to read about that, and I'll talk about it next show. Uh, the Crew Motorfest, but that doesn't drop till Monday. Yeah, you can't you can't even that. play it. Like they they sent us a code on Friday, and they were like, "Well, you can't play it till Monday." I'm like, "Oh, yeah, it's, yeah." It's, like it's it servers. lets you install it. Yeah, it's yep. like, it's like online. It's always online. So, yep, it's one of those. So you can't do nothing. So they hit the button. So like it's all installed and ready to go. But you know, whatever. Um, so what can I talk about? Starfield. So I've been playing some more Starfield, <laughs> and I'm I'm glad you're here, Ryan, because you know you're my space nigga, and I appreciate that's you right for that. So I just okay. I feel like I don't feel like this game is a four, like some of the idiots are saying online. Agreed. I kind of feel like a seven, seven and a half is fair. Like the space stuff. It's real. Like I'm really starting to miss it. Like yeah, it's, it's, the game it's would weak. be. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it would be so much better if it had that that space stuff in there. Like it's the missing link. Yeah, uh, and I, I think the I was thinking about this earlier, and like I, you know, I talked about it last week that one of the things. So I I as have been mentioned on the show a million times, love Bethesda's games. I've spent more time in their games than probably any other series that's ever existed. Um, but one of the things I love the most about them is the exploration. And that's just not really here, at least not in the uh, same way. Yeah. Um, and so, like, um, I posted it in the Discord earlier, but the, the new sort of um, narrative for for this game from supporters seems to be, uh, and I say supporters like I'm a detractor. I'm not a detractor. I'm still enjoying the game. Um, but the new narrative seems to be, well, those, um, those barren planets are only there to make the universe feel bigger. And if you're going down to them and exploring them, that's on you for playing the game wrong. Um, and, and if you're exploring them, expecting there to be anything there, that's on you for playing the game wrong. And it's like, well, not really. Yeah. Um and it, it's funny because it, it feels like um it almost feels like those are now the talking points because I've seen it five or six times already on Twitter today. Um this notion that like well, you should just think of all those barren planets as 
like the planets in Mass Effect that you could just scan from orbit to get resources from and couldn't actually visit. They just give you the chance to visit them if you want them to, if you want to, but there's nothing down there. And it's like, yes, that's correct. But at the same time, that was where they said all the exploration was. Yep. Um, and, and so the, the feedback seems to be you're playing the game wrong if you're trying to do a whole bunch of exploration. You should just be following the quests and, you know, fast traveling planet to planet following quests. And it's like, okay. I can appreciate that, but that's not what I play Bethesda games for. Um, like that—that's very much more of a—that's um, very much more of a Bioware thing. Yeah. Um, at least over their yeah. last several games, to to sort of move place to place, accomplishing quests, following quests. Um, the I play Bethesda games because I I enjoy. You know, stepping off the dock in Sedanin and Morrowind and just walking in a direction. And if you walk in that direction for long enough, you're going to find a million different things along the way, right? Same thing in Skyrim, right? You start in Skyrim, they tell you to go to Whiterun. You can, you start walking that direction. You can't fast travel there yet, obviously, because you haven't visited. And you run into like seven different cool things along the way. Um, there's not, that's not really here. Like there's a bunch of stuff to do in, um, the cities. Like there's a bunch of little side quests and stuff, but so far it feels to me, and I I know I haven't, I've, you know, I'm, it feels weird to say I haven't played enough of it when I'm, I'm like 30 hours in. Um, but I know there's some stuff that I'm missing, but it feels so far to me like there's about a Skyrim level of content here spread out across a whole lot more space. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm 100% on board with that. Like that. Yeah. So, yep. yeah. So you, you end up, like, I, I was on um, Tau Seti 8B, I think is the moon that I was on. <laughs> okay. Which is part of the main quest. But there's, like... Um, where I was, or where I am, actually. It's, it's very much... And I know people are going to hate me for this, but I'm going to say it anyway. It's very much a No Man's Sky planet <gasps> no! where it's like where it's like greens and pinks and uh, and stuff. And some uh, there's fauna and flora walking around or not. The floor is not walking around, but <laughs> wow, there's, there's different be. creatures walking around and there's different plants to scan. And um, I'm like, oh, cool. This is what I was looking for. Just kind of a planet that I can wander around and see cool animals and scan them and and find new plants and stuff. And then you get down to like the last animal that you need to find. And it's a huge pain in the ass Um, because there's, there's no great way. Now I know you can invest a lot of skill points into scanning a, to make it so you have to scan less of each individual animal to unlock them as scanned and B to unlock like more information, but you get range, as it sits, yeah, in your range. But as it sits right now, there is no way I can find to know where this last animal I'm looking for is, other than doing what everybody keeps telling me I'm not supposed to do, and that's just wandering around for 400, 500, 600 meters in a direction. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I feel you in that. I I'm, I dig the quest lines that I've played through. Those have been good. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I do still think the combat is mostly good. It's starting to show some seams for me, depending on the enemies I'm fighting. Like when I'm not fighting hu- when I'm not fighting human enemies, it's starting to show some seams. But um, uh, it's it's not what I had kind of hoped for coming in. And maybe that's on me for having the wrong expectations. But as somebody who's it's not an exaggeration to say has a thousand hours at least in, in Bethesda games over my life. Um, it's not really what I was looking for, even though I'm enjoying it. So I I think for me, yeah, it's probably, I think I'm probably a little bit higher on the scale. It's probably an eight for me, eight and a half, just because of some of the stuff that I've been able to do. But it's, I mean, I've never, I've never played a Bethesda game that I didn't think was a 10 for me personally. Um, so it's disappointing in that regard. And there, it is absolutely fair to give it a seven or a seven and a half. Yeah, it's, uh, and you know, it's, uh, it, it is good. Like, and I'm saying yeah. it's a seven, seven and a half, and I'm, I'm enjoying the game. It just, I'm, I'm starting to see those, as you said, seams and stuff. Like I was telling Kim before the show, like with the combat and the guns, like they just feel kind of off. Like I found a couple of guns that I like, but I can't ever find ammo for it. Like that urban, was it the urban Eagle pistol? Yep. Yep. I, I've yet to find a shop that sells it. The only time I find ammo for that gun is like when you're like cleaning up and searching after a gunfight. Like it use it's like on a shelf or in a box or something like that. And I'm like, oh sweet. But like I feel like I'm always searching for ammo for my good guns. And then the space thing, I've I've not been able to successfully pirate a ship. Like I said, I had that adventure where I thought I was going to be able the first time, but they like the ship had landed on the planet and there were like guys out and I shot a couple of them and I ran up in there and I'm like, okay, well I got to get into the thing. And like the, the little hatch starts to close because the pilot's taken off and I'm like, okay, well, whatever. Once we get to space, I'm I'm, going to jack these niggas. Right. (laughs) Well, the door shuts and I start like, you know, shaking because the ship is lifting off. And then next thing I know, the ship disappears and I'm falling back to the ground and I'm like, oh shit. So I'm going to have to use my jetpack so I don't slam into the ground. So I just have yet to be able to pirate a ship. I've, I've I've only been in combat that I've successfully won, let me say, because the first time I was in com- the ship combat, I was in um, a ship that was too low, and I should have just ran and stopped and, or paid them off. So right. I got killed one time. So the first successful combat was just today. Ship combat was the first time I was able to get into a fight. And I've randomly like jumped into different systems and stuff because that's the stuff I'm looking for. I'm trying to be a space pirate. Like I'm trying to jack somebody's ship. I'm trying yeah. to like I, I just I, I don't know. I love space. I always have. I love Star Trek. I love all that stuff. Like I want nothing more than to be the captain of an enterprise. Like that was that's what I want to do. Like I would if they put that program out there, I'm gonna go sign up. Like I don't even give a fuck. Like I would love to go to space. And yep. this game mm-hmm. had so much promise. And I think like you, um like you had said, I think it was on me for, you know, conflating or hyping my expectations beyond what was actually there. And that's why I'm really disappointed. I just <clears throat> but like I was telling 
Kimber for the show, like they done had me reinstall Star Citizen just so I can get my space stuff fixed because I want <laughs> I want the landing, and that's really all you can do with Star Citizen for real because that game is you know a glorified alpha demo. But the once you get like the the takeoff and landings and getting into space and and you know hyper jumping and going to a planet, yep. all those systems actually work, and that's so much fun. That's what I wanted yeah. out of Starfield, but. You know, it is what it is, but it's it's not a bad game. So. No, definitely not. And I so I um I said that well. So first, a couple uh, tidbits. The first is that I I appreciate and respect the fact that you can basically heal your ship with what what is basically the ship version of a med pack, which is the ship. Oh part. yeah, it yeah. fucking sucks that they take up cargo space because oh my God, yes. so many times I've come out of a really rough firefight one of my enemies had a ship uh had ship parts and i'm like oh yes thank god and then i can't pick them up because my cargo ship or my cargo holds full and it's like fuck come, don't do that with health recovery items yeah um and, and so secondly um the I, I think the best way for me to kind of sum up my personal disappointment with the game is that and I mentioned this as a positive a couple weeks ago when we were talking about Zelda. In that, so I'm I'm rereading um, the Lord of the Rings books uh, right now, and so I, re- I read The Hobbit, I read um, Fellowship, I read Two Towers. I'm probably halfway through um, uh, Return of the King right now as we speak, and it's a reminder when you read those books how much of sort of um all storytelling right not just um not just novel storytelling or fantasy storytelling or sci-fi storytelling how much of all storytelling is about the journey right because if you read um the lord of the rings books the thing that those books that tolkien nails in those books is the the journey it's not just the destination right it's all the things that happen on their journey to the destination hell the the you know in in the hobbit bilbo says that he wants to call the book to uh there and back again right because that's what it's about it's about Mm -hmm. the the journey from one place to another all the things that go into that if you go through those books today and you make a note of every time the books talk about them setting up camp for the night, uh, making or finding food, right? Trying to find a good place to to take shelter out of a storm, right? That's what those books are. And the big sort of battles and all that stuff that you remember from those books are very small. And most of it is just the adventure that they're on. And Zelda nails that. Um Dragon's Dogma nails that. Skyrim nails that. Like the the feeling of I need to go here and do this and half the adventure is getting there. And the the you know maybe 20% of the adventure if I want it to be is getting back. Um and it that's missing for me in Starfield because so much of the getting there is in menus and in loading screens. Yep. Um, and it's yep. uh, it's it's disappoint. It's di- more disappointing to me than I expected it to be. And I wonder personally 
how much of that is the fact that I'm reading these books and that I just come off Zelda. Um, because, you know, a, a lot of the joy in Tears of the Kingdom is getting from one place to another to the fact that unless I'm specifically traveling to a Skyview Tower so that I can blast off out of it, I almost never use fast travel in, in Tears of the Kingdom. Um, I ride my horse or I make a little buggy and I drive there. Um, and in this game, it's like, not only is that not viable, it's not even really an option. Um, so I think that's where a lot of my disappointment comes from. It doesn't come necessarily from the game, uh, which is good. And it's definitely the most polished Bethesda game that they've ever made. Um, it's from what my, what is enjoyable to me about the adventure of a role-playing game. Um, and it's kind of missing here. Yeah, I feel you. Like, uh, especially when you talk about the, the, you know, the journey in this, the journey is literally just the loading screen. So, I mean, you don't have an opportunity to get seized upon by another ship who wants to rob you or something, right? None of that stuff is going to happen until you actually load on that planet. Like there is no on the way while you're in hyperspace. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. I, I 100% feel you, and I, I, I'm the same way. Like I, it is, it is definitely missing that type of thing. Because actually, when I was playing this morning, as I was using all the fast travel stuff, I was like, "Damn, it's wild." Ryan said he don't ever like he just likes to walk. I was like, "That's all this fucking game is is fast travel stuff." Like, oh, I yeah. got to go to this planet to continue the quest, so I can't just walk through, you know, walk through a field of mountains or whatever where something could happen. No, I'm going to load from here. And, oh, I'm at the planet now. I got to land. Oh, and now I'm landing. Like it's so much i i don't know it just what you summed it up perfectly it's just you know there's no journey the the journey's not there it's just all about the destination boom here you go all right now do stuff yeah and uh yeah so that's it's um it's it's not it's like they distilled all the stuff that i personally love about their games and most of it didn't make its way in um, which is just a little disappointing. The um, I, I will say though that um, I think the actual quest lines themselves that I've done have been very good and Agreed. have had yep. a lot of the stuff that I sort of expect um, from Bethesda. It's just that other piece that's really missing for me. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree, and and I think too because I think we we. Um... We might be playing differently now, but I know you were, or are, we're talking about going straight to the story. I've yeah, been, I abandoned that idea. I'm just, I'm just kind of doing what seems like fun at the time to me at this point. Gotcha, gotcha. So, and I, because I was thinking that maybe some of my feeling of missing some of those interactions for the journey is because I'm like mainlining the story. The only kind of side mission I, I did was the Mantis side mission. If you've picked yep. that up, um, yeah, I have picked it up. I haven't done it yet. Mission. Okay, it was it's pretty fun actually. Um, and if you're low level, don't be afraid. You can still you know kind of do it. Just you know kind of use cover and stuff when you're fighting. But it's pretty fun. Um, but uh, that's the only one that I've done outside of the the different main quest. And a lot of the main quest are you know go here, you know scan said artifact, come back, look at cutscene, go back, 
get this artifact. Like that's a lot of the stuff. And, and, and you don't really run into a lot of enemies on some of the stuff outside of creatures on a planet. Like it's just a very kind of chill. So I kind of wonder if maybe I'm missing some of the side stuff because I'm not doing the side quest, but you know, I'll rectify it with my second playthrough. But again, I like the game. Like, yeah. where are you at? Like I, I am enjoying it for sure. I just, it's just missing some of that, some of that journey for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, the, um, the other thing that doesn't help it, I don't think, is the um, when you if you land on, say, a barren planet, even not even a non barren planet, um, you, you might land and there might be, you know, four different points of interest that pop up um, and there's rarely anything super interesting at them that I've found yet. There's every now and then something that's kind of interesting. I don't find combat just for the sake of combat to be an interesting reason to go someplace. Um, So when I say interesting, I don't just mean I go to this abandoned tower and there's pirates there for me to kill. Like that's that's not all that interesting for me. It would be much more interesting if there were pirates along the way for me to kill. Um, But the the pain in the ass of it is there's it's it's literally just walking like you couldn't there's no of course there's no horse right but you could give me like a buggy or something Um, even you know even you know zelda and skyrim give you a give you a, a horse so you can move a little bit faster while you're still sort of enjoying the journey and it's um you know it's uh what do you call it? It doesn't feel um, uh, out of place, right? Because it's if you were in a fantasy world, you would probably ride a horse. Um, but you don't so, like the you don't like the magical jetpack that goes like two feet. Yeah, Man. the jetpack's kind of busted. <laughs> yeah. um, the um, so it's I know it sounds a little contradictory that I, I I want to be able to travel places faster without having fast travel, but there is a distinction. Um, no, it is. I yeah, it grounds you. At all. It grounds you. Right. It yeah. grounds you in the world of like actually yeah. traveling yeah. from point A to point B. No, it makes right. sense. Yeah, yeah. So totally. the glider uh, was the a, best thing added to the new Zelda games. Absolutely. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yep, yep, yep. Um. So yeah, I I, I I don't know. It's I'm I'm with you, Terrence. I think it's it's a game that I really like, but that isn't really scratching the itch that I expected it to. And there are times when I'm playing it where I think, do I really like this as much as I think I do? Or am I convincing myself to like it because of its pedigree? Um, and I, I, yeah, I really didn't expect that, uh, out yep. of the game. So that's, yep. what the, that's what the Xbox guys are doing. They're convincing themselves that it's a 10 out of 10. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, and the the other side of it is you got a lot of Sony plan, fanboys that are convincing themselves it's the worst game that's ever been made, and it's definitely not that either. But it's nope. it's um it's certainly not um it, I I I would view and again game game opinions are subjective, right? But um I I, I give. I'll give a side eye, I guess, to people who give it a four, but I also give a little bit of a side eye to people who give it a ten. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I feel it. Yep. Um. Okay, and that concludes Starfield talk. <laughs> 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 that was 
a lot. Um, I think me and Ryan both probably covered our Starfield play. Yeah. Um, what else did I play? Um, well, this is out, so I can talk about. It. I played some Blasphemous Two, um, which I'm playing for review. Uh, I know initially when I talked about, I said I was playing it. It was um that it was a roguelite, and I was you know going to hate it. I it is it's more a Metroidvania than a roguelite. It definitely is a roguelite, but it leans more into the Metro Metroidvania side of it, and it makes it that much more enjoyable. Only it's it's weird. I didn't play the first one, so this is the first one. It was the first one I played, and Kim was telling me about it. Like the first one, um, I guess the the team is very uh, religious. Like it's built on a lot of religious, um, what's the word? Imagery and imagery. Thank you. Um, uh, and and a lot of the names of stuff is just crazy. Like I made a clip because I I finished the the first boss and the lady floating on a hand with a bunch of angels around her little, little baby angels around her head came down to tell me that I have to go and kill. Was it the cherub from Messiah? That every single time I see one of the <laughs> sheriffs, that's exactly what I think of. That game was so good. But every time I'm like, Oh shit, it's the cherub from Messiah. Oh, possessing people. And stuff. Oh man. What a fun game. Anyway. Um, yeah, so she tells you you have to kill all these people, and they all have crazy names. And, like, I had to clip it. Like, I'm going to put it out there because I was like, what the fuck is this game? But combat and stuff is it's pretty solid. But like I said, it's like a Metroidvania. So a side-scroller, you know, rooms are blocked off because you got to go find something else to open this and that type of stuff. So I'll have a review for it soon. Played some more Texas Chainsaw. Um, that's, uh, you know, they fixed some stuff. That's a good game. The... The Shredder's Revenge DLC. I don't know if y'all. How do you feed blood to yet. Grandpa? There it is. Oh, uh, that's my boy. Um, the the, uh, the Shredder's Revenge DLC is actually really good. It has a survival mode, which is also kind of like a roguelite. But I the other night played online with like I think like four other people. Um, it actually is is a lot of fun. Um, yeah, if you you know if you all die. You know, that's it. You wipe and you have to start over. But the fact that you can revive each other and you kind of have infinite lives in that case. So, like, if you have multiple people, people can distract a boss or something while somebody else is getting somebody up. Was kind of nice because we finished the first, I guess it's just the first part. And it ended with a super shredder. He was beyond super shredder. Like, he mutated like three times, but it was pretty cool. Um, So, if you have that, you should check it out. I played with Karai. I, didn't, I haven't played with the uh, the bunny yet. Um, you will never remember that bunny's name. I won't. I was Yusaki when I said Yojimbo. it. There you go. Like I was going to say Yasago or y- Yasagi. Is that that's it? Yeah, right? Yasagi Yojimbo. Yojimbo. Okay, Yojimbo. That's what I. The Jimbo part is what I always remember, but I never <laughs> remember it in the right order. Um, but yeah, so that that that's pretty good. Played some AEW Fight Forever because I'm such an AEW fanboy now. Um, speaking that's of. Right. When it right, yeah. See, and that's you know, thanks to you. When yep. is like, because I, I haven't found or seen anything like that. And I know you said that this was kind of going to be like their their game, and they were just going to keep updating it. Like the acclaimed and stuff. Like they're not in this. Are they actively yeah. working on? From what I understand, they are. But I mean, their DLC schedule has been really screwed up. Like they yeah, they were supposed to have released, I think, every bit of DLC by now. Um, oh, at least true. of the initial wave that they announced. And they've only released the Keith Lee and Bunny pack. 
Yeah, I that's think. what, and I still need to get that. And then, like, I've noticed, and I, I think this is, you said this too when you talked about the game, that it was, like, made some years ago. Um, yeah. had, like, the, the latest stuff. Because, like, I've noticed, like, people in the game look completely different from what they look yes. like now. Like, Keith Lee has, like, a goatee and shit, but he's, like, yeah. clean shaven now. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> well, and Keith Lee's gone through a couple different, uh, uh, changes uh, over the last couple of years. He went, he, he had the dark hair and then he went natural and let his hair just be gray, his hair and his beard be gray. And now he's back to black hair again, I think. So, uh, okay. yeah, they, they, um, they, they finished character models on this game years ago, which is why Cody's still in the game, right? Even though he's been in WWE since yeah. 22, I think maybe. Yeah. 22. Um, so yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um I think that's it. I mean oh well no, I I tried Age of Empires four on, on Xbox. Uh I like the control scheme that they came up with. It's I expected it to be It's the same as two, paint. right? It's a little it actually is a little better than twos. Uh, so I expected it to be just a cut and paste and work similarly, but um, it actually is a little bit more advanced than two. And it might be because four does some stuff that two just doesn't. I had to do it like that, but it, I mean, it totally works. Like it was very, it was easy to play. I played a skirmish. Um, not quite ready to play versus people yet with it. Um, but like, you know, making your command troops, you know, like uh, for your hotkeys, like one, two, three, whatever, like your little armies, that was super easy just pull triggers together and you have, I think 10 slots uh, to make uh, different groups. Like it was, it's super dope. So if you have any interest in those RTSs and have an Xbox, definitely check it out. Cause it's on game pass too. Um, shit. I think that's it. Um, oh, last thing, last case of Benedict Fox. It got an upgrade or update uh, where they claim to have fixed a bunch of stuff. So I loaded that up and played that for a minute. Um, the combat felt better. Cause I know that was my issue. It just was very, uh, off. It just felt off. Um, it was it was a lot better uh, from what I played. Um, the jumps and stuff is still kind of floaty, but I do want to finish that game because I'm intrigued by the uh, mystery and Cthulhu monster that's following this poor guy. I saw uh, I saw it. that got an update, and I was like, I really want to check this out because I love the aesthetic of that game. Mm-hmm. But yeah. God, the combat was so not good. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, it's it's better. So yeah, you should install it and give it a you know C because it it's still not you know ten out of ten. Like it's not perfect, but it's way improved from what it was. Like I actually am, am going to going to play it now. Yeah. Um, I want to I want to so, play yeah. it because there's like there's so many of those games like they come out and you're like all right I'm gonna check this out and then it's not great and it's like well there's 47 other things out this week so I'm just gonna throw that away. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> They just put it on the shelf, like come back to it. That's yep. Yeah, like so, I, yeah. I reinstalled uh, like a dragon Ishin, and I was like, I'm gonna play this, and I just didn't. I have still haven't got to it. Yet, so. I I need to get that because I I do want to play that. Uh, all right, uh, we'll move on to the wombat. All right, so we already talked about Starfield. I'm not gonna spend any time on that. Um, I did uh finish up. Uh, the water temple in Tears of the Kingdom. Um, if if I can be allowed to uh, have a criticism of the game that is no. currently my game of the year, no, uh, without everybody thinking I hate it, like Breath of the Wild. Um, it like Breath of the Wild 
um, suffers from LABS, uh, which is lame ass boss syndrome. Yep. Um, like the water temple boss just sucks. That's yeah. The, that's like, the one you got to clean, right? Yeah. That okay. boss, yeah. I hated that one. I hated and, and that one. Awful. And quite honestly, the um the 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 Goron boss kind of sucks too, but at least it's novel. Um, did you do the Wind Temple? Is that the Fire Temple one? I did the Wind. The Wind Temple boss is excellent. Yeah, that's that was the, the yeah, first one the I did. Boss. And that was the first one I Me did. Too. I was like, man, if this is setting the stage, hell yeah! Right. See, no. that's what I thought. I thought they were all gonna be like that because yeah, it was the first one. I was like, this was fucking awesome, all right? And uh, all the all the Water Temple boss does is illustrate how much of kind of a pain in the ass it is that in order to activate your powers you have to go over to your companion and hit a yeah um, they should have mapped that to like hold a trigger and press a face yeah button. like just give me the power like don't don't make me walk over to and i, I some people are saying that's the mechanic you don't com- don't criticize it but listen it's a pain in the ass um yeah. i still love the game it's still my game of the year but that that mechanic is a pain in the ass and it makes this boss fight a pain in the ass yeah, um, it's better to build like a like a a water thing that just shoots consistently. That's like the best way to do it, and that's not how right. you're supposed to do it. Right, right. Um, and so the uh, so yeah, I'm 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 not um, I'm uh, I, that boss sucked, but yes. Other than other than that, I still really 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 love that game. Um, and so I'll I'll go back and finish that in spurts here and there. Um. Oh, one thing I didn't mention um, when we talked about Starfield is that I did play it on uh, Cloud Gaming, uh, and it plays well uh, with my Backbone controller on my iPhone. It uh, it plays pretty well. Um, nice. it, the 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 text and everything is small, and it's clear, you know, just based on the UI that it's not meant to be played portably. Um, but it's uh, in terms of the actual gameplay, I didn't have any issues playing it on cloud. Um, so the last thing that I've been playing is uh, NBA 2K24 for review. Uh, and I, I'll say this, I'll have more to say about the game next week, not because of any sort of embargo, but because we got the game on Thursday afternoon. Um, and I've just, I, I was gone from my house all day yesterday, and I had to work, obviously, on Friday, so I haven't had as much time to play it yet as I might have liked. But, um, So I've only seen a couple actual reviews of this game out there so far. Most of what I'm seeing is user feedback, and I'm sure some of you that are listening have probably seen user feedback as well. Um, here's what I'll say based on my limited time with the game. I have not spent any time yet in... Um, the my team like the card bullshit that I don't ever play for anything other than review. Um, I've not spent any time in any of the other like uh, eras modes or or any of that stuff. I, I'll make sure I spend some time in there before I review the game. But that's not what brings me to this game, and it's not what brings ninety percent of the people who play these. Um, so where I've spent my time is my career. Um, and so let me, where do I want to start? Let me start with the actual gameplay. So they've changed the gameplay a little bit and I can't remember the buzzword they use for it, but, um, they've got pro play maybe is what they call it. Um, 
they've changed the animation system in the game to where instead of sort of a bunch of canned created animations, they're building the animations in the game through what seems like AI training on actual NBA games um, with the point of making the animations look a little bit more realistic. And I'll say I've noticed some of it. I certainly haven't noticed it in an outsized way um, compared to last year's game. And it's important to note that I'm relatively fresh off of last year's game. I, I, um, was still playing it as of, you know, three months ago or so. Um, so I haven't noticed a huge difference in the animation, but I definitely noticed some things that I wouldn't have seen in last year's game. Um, the gameplay itself is a little bit weird and it's weird in that, that one of their stated goals this year was to make it easier to score. And they have definitely done that. Um, not only through the way your player navigates through defense, but also the way the shot meter works. Um, so the way the shot meter works now is it actually the so for those of you who have or haven't played the game or haven't played it in a while, the way the shot meter works is there's a green section at the very end that is basically excellent release. And if you um, release the shot in that green area, it's going to go in basically every time, almost every time, if not every time. And so the way it's normally worked is that green area um, can be bigger or smaller, depending on what your attribute stats are, um, for the kind of shot that you're trying to take. There's really... There's four different, basically, eh, five different kind of shots, but one of them doesn't have a meter. So there's um, a layup, right? There's a close shot, a mid-range shot, and a three-point shot. And so the green area of your meter traditionally has been bigger or smaller, depending on your stats and attributes associated with that type of shot. Same thing here, but what also happens here is the green part of the meter dynamically expands and contracts depending on what's happening around you. So if you're trying to take the shot in coverage, um, the the meet, the green part of the meter will actually expand or contract while you're shooting, depending on whether you're open or if a defender is closing in on you or somebody jumps up and puts their hand in your face. The green part actually expands and contracts while you're shooting. Um, and it's especially noticeable on layups where you can drive in for a layup and almost the whole meter is green. And then as somebody closes in on you, or if somebody jumps up to contest your shot, the meter will contract back. Or if you successfully, you know, get underneath somebody, it expands back. And so it generally speaking, makes it easier to have an excellent release. In practice, for me, it makes it so I keep fucking up the timing on my shots because um, I'm too used to looking at the meter and trying to release when it's green and not used to looking at the actual shot animation, which is what I should be doing. Now, that's a me problem, um, but I imagine there's a lot of people that play the game like me, and so just be aware that's going to fuck you up for a little bit. 
um, until you get used to it. If you're the type of person that looks at the meter when you're shooting and doesn't look at the animation. Um, the, uh, I say it's weird because it's definitely easier to score. Um, I, I, so I'm in the process of, of playing as we speak here and the first half isn't even over. There's two minutes and 48 seconds left in the first half. And I'm, I, I've already scored 28. I'm 28, four and four right now points, rebounds and assists. Um, so I'm on pace for a triple double in my second professional game. Um, and I'm going to probably score 50, some 50 plus points in this game, which is absurd. Um, but it, it, it has the, uh, practical application of making your attributes less important, at least on the scoring side, um, which is good because this game is 100% back on its bullshit as it relates pay to win shit. Um, it's worse than it's ever been. Um, the, you start out as a 60 again, and I mentioned last year how much cognitive dissonance there was with, you know, the game, you getting drafted, I think 16th or 17th overall, right ahead of the guy that everybody from your team wanted, all the fans from your team wanted the team to draft. And so the story in last year's game was uh, basically proving to the city that they made the right decision drafting you ahead of the guy that um, was your rival. And in this year's game, the story is you're the best prospect that's come along in the NBA's history since LeBron James. And both your grandfather and your father played in the NBA. Um, The... um, and your character still starts out with 60s, like as a 60 overall player, which is just absurd. No, no player would ever be considered um, the the best prospect that's come along since LeBron James. And you would, and then you lay out all their attributes, and they're a 60 overall. It's just absurd. Um, they do that in the name of giving you some sense of progression, but it being easier to score makes the progression less important and the progression takes fucking forever. Um, so I, I tried Ken to do what you and I talked about on discord the other day, but the game stops you. Um, I, I thought maybe I could just go into attributes, max out all the attributes and see what, um, it would cost me in VC to do that. But it, it stops you once you get uh, to it. What looks like probably a hundred thousand more VC than what you currently have. Jesus Christ! Um, and uh, so I currently have a hundred thousand VC because I bought the, or I didn't buy. I was given through review the Mamba edition, which comes with a hundred thousand VC. Um, at two hundred thousand VC, it would have taken my character to an eighty-five overall. Um, so I'm guessing that it would probably cost you between four and four fifty VC to max out your character. Um, that's a hundred bucks. Ah. 
Uh, on average, I'm earning about a thousand VC a game. Uh, I play on pro, which is normal difficulty, and I play full quarters, so twelve minute quarters. I don't play five minute quarters. There's there's just not enough enough time to do everything in five minute quarters. Although I'll be honest with you, the game the game feels balanced for five minute quarters. Um, from a scoring standpoint, at least the, um, so at, at 12 minute quarters, that's 48 minutes for a full game. You don't play the full game, but, um, with, uh, cut scenes and, and halftime and all that stuff, it takes about that, even if you don't play every minute. Um, so that's about 300 hours to grind max character, uh, in this game, about, about 400 games. Uh, now all of that's rough math. Somebody I'm sure will do the real math, but in rough math speaking, it's about 300 hours or about 400 games to max out your my player if you don't want to spend a dime on virtual currency. That's um, a lot of nuts. And assuming that you don't do quests and stuff, because the quests are a little different this year. The story is way more bare bones so far than last year's. Way more. Um. The, uh, uh, I'm sure there'll be some, this is one of those things that doesn't bother me in the least, but I'm sure there will be some, uh, some commentary online about the fact that your father in the game is of questionable racial background because they don't know what you're going to make your character. Um, it's been that way in all the games where they featured family members. Um, so that, I mean, if if they're going to put family members in the game, that's basically what they're going to do every time. So if you come into it expecting your father's race to match your own exactly, it's, it's not going to happen. So if you're the type of person that that matters to, number one, seek help. Number two, um, <laughs> be prepared to rant on Twitter about it, I guess, for 20 minutes. Um, but so your, your father is kind of... Um, uh, he's he acts in sort of a mentor role in the story because he played in the NBA so he's a he's a big part of the story your grandfather who played in in the uh NBA is is dead um but they reference him several times uh early on here um but you start with a lot of the stuff that took almost a full season to earn in the last game so like you start as a starter um, on the team, you start with the most minutes, uh, on the team. Uh, you start with a shoe, shoe contract. Um, you, uh, you start with, um, you know, a selection of badges, which I should mention the badges and the perks in this game, the badges behave ba mostly the same, but they are way more confusing. Um, so last year's game, you had badges that were split up depending on different skills. So you had shooting badges, you had playmaking badges, you had, um, uh, I can't remember what they call it, finishing badges, um, and you had defense badges. And in this game, you've got mostly the same badges, but they're divided into tiers instead of being divided by what skill they're associated with. And you have to you have to have 
just like last year, you have to have a certain attribute level to be able to equip certain badges. Uh, now, though, it's tiered. So you have to have, instead of just having to have a certain number of attributes to, you know, get the gold version of a badge instead of the bronze, ver- bronze version, now you have to have a certain number of attributes to unlock the badge itself. And the silver, gold, tier, platinum, tier levels um, happen by using the badges when you play. So if you don't maintain them, they can actually lose status. Um, And you have a mechanic where you can kind of, you have, I think, three or four different badges that you can lock in as never being below a certain tier. But it's just a little more convoluted than it was last year. The perks... Um, I think they called them perks last year. They're basically the in-game temporary bonuses that you unlock by accomplishing certain things. So like in last year's game, for example, it might be um, score 10 points unassisted. And if you did that in the game, you would unlock a temporary perk that might boost your and your teammates' skills for a certain number of possessions. You've got those again this year. They're much more important, and they give you much stronger um, uh, bonuses. Um, so, like, I've got um, a per, or, uh, they call them goat skills. Everything's a goat in this game because the whole goal here is for your player to be the greatest of all time. So you've got these goat skills. I've got one now that is get good ball movement three times. You're almost always going to unlock that in the first quarter, and you can't use it again for the rest of the game. So it it gives you a temporary boost, and it specifically tells you what attributes it's going to increase and what it's going to increase them to, and the increases are significant. Um, So it it does kind of suck, though, because it's so easy to unlock that you're almost always going to unlock it in the first quarter, and then you've burned it for the rest of the game, and the first quarter is not really when you necessarily need it. Um, one more thing I'll say, because I've been going on for a while here. Um, one more thing I'll say is that the biggest and best change that they made is that in last year's game, uh, so you have these things called takeovers that you basically earn as you play the game. Well, uh, in last year's game, it was unavoidable that if you play the game, well, you will unlock the team takeover. And in my career last year, that meant you were controlling the entire team, which fucking sucks and is not why I play my career. I play my career so I can control one player on the court, not every player. This year still has team takeover, but there's an option now where you can set it to where when you get a team takeover and all the rest of your teammates' stats get boosted, you still only control your player, and that's on by default. So um, that's a huge change in the positive for me. But I'm more, um, probably less in volume, but more specifics to talk about next week. Uh, but so far, um, it's behind last year's game to me. Um, we'll see if that changes with more playtime over the next week or so. All right, that's a lot of that's a lot of basketball. It's a lot of basketball. All right, anything else going on? No, uh, that's really it. I haven't played anything other than those three. All right. Well, I can wrap this up with some video games, I suppose. Uh, what do we got here? So I'll start off with the the indie stuff just to just to run through it really quickly. Um, Green Soldiers Heroes. Uh, basically, you move to a piece of cover, aim a reticle, shoot a dude. Not very good. 
Uh, Fantasia is like a trial style game where you're playing like a zombie race car. Also, not the greatest thing I've ever played. Uh, Escape from Terror City is a third person like PS1 style graphics. Uh, couldn't invert the aim, so didn't enjoy that all that much. Um, Foxes Need to Eat is <laughs> you basically just it's like a puzzle game uh, where you just get the fox to an apple and that's it. Well, they do need to eat. That's true. They do need to eat. Um, the mini pieces of Mr. Koo is probably the most Anthony-ass Anthony game I've played in a long time. It's a point-and-click adventure game with like this this setting of like um, you're like in a play and you've just you know you just got to point and click and figure out the puzzles and stuff. But it's just got this really cool animation to it. Um, very, very like, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like over animated cartoon. Like it's it's really really cool art style. Uh, and I actually okay. really really enjoyed it. Uh, even though I don't really care for point and click games. And then I played the Cuphead ripoff, which is Enchanted Portals. Oh yeah, I forgot that came out. Yeah, so that game is a lot of um. We look like Cuphead, but we we miss the point of Cuphead. Oh yeah. So it's not it's not like overly challenging. It's it's actually pretty pretty straightforward. The hook in this one is that you've got to switch between different types of attacks. The enemies are color coded, like you have a blue enemy or a red enemy or something, and you've got to switch to the the attack that will do damage to them. The problem comes in when the the switching between the colors is actually done via the D pad, and like my brain just never connected which color which was which was which direction. So it was very awkward to kinda of constantly be switching between them. And also a lot of the times it would switch for no apparent reason. So like there was a section where there's these spiders on the ceiling and you kinda of gotta shoot them at an angle. <clears throat> well the first one would be blue, the second one would be red, and by the time I got through it, I was just like, Okay, you're just swapping these every other turn and it's not really making any sense. It's also not that hard. Like, I made it all the way to the first boss without dying. Wasn't even a problem. Uh, and then the boss doesn't really have, like, a good pattern to memorize. It just, it feels like, I, I know we use this phrase a lot, but this feels like we have Cuphead at home. And yeah. I don't want Cuphead at home. <laughs> right. It's just, it. it's just not, it's just not great. <clears throat> um, For review, I'm playing a game called Smurf Carts, and... If I was Mario Kart, my face would be as red as a as a tomato because it literally lifts everything that Mario Kart does from the tapping the right trigger to do the power slide um to like you know the starting gun getting the blast off. Like it feels really good, it it controls really well and the power-ups are are pretty cool. It has Mario Kart AI but like a thousand times more aggressive. So, like, mm. even on easy mode, you're not going to win every race. You're just not. Uh, my biggest issue with this game is that the tracks are just not that interesting. Like, I wish... So it's, it's Mario Kart at home, is what you're telling me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. I mean, it's a really good game, and if you're into the Smurfs, cool. If you're not into the Smurfs, sorry. 
Also, I didn't know there was two girl Smurfs. I thought Smurfette was still the only one. Maybe I just haven't watched Smurfs in a long time. That's a recent thing. Okay. Yeah, I mean, my, we're not, we're not in the Target demo anymore for the Smurfs skin. So. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> and no, we don't I'm have aware. kids in the Target demo for the Smurfs either, so. I, I My son has never even mentioned the Smurf. Like in, the same. Throughout his entire life, he's never cared about the Smurf. But yeah, See, a, I think it's a girl thing, because my girl's wise, well, like, she doesn't anymore, but yeah. That's weird. Yeah, I don't. I I loved the Smurfs as a kid. Like, I did too. Yeah, same. So, but yeah, the tracks are really what's kind of boring. Like, I went through the first couple cups, and like, I couldn't tell you one of the tracks. And that's no. kind of the problem. Like, they all yeah. kind of feel the same. And and if you think back, like, if your brain goes back to watching the Smurfs, you kind of remember the forest and Gargamel's area, and that's like it. Yep. Like, there's not a lot to pull from. So. No. Uh, and then a couple games I, I started up that I've been wanting to start playing is I, I kicked off Bramble, which is on Game Pass called Bramble the Mountain King. It is essentially like a limbo slash inside style um, kind of like adventure game, but it's actually full 3D. Like you can move in 3D space. It's limited. It's very like along a path. Um, and it's got some really dark like imagery. It's, that's That's really kind of its hook. Uh, and it's told from like a fable storytelling. So like you can like there's this narrator that's constantly telling you what's happening in the story. It's it's really good. Like if you like Inside and Limbo, I would definitely check it out. It's on Game Pass. So definitely worth checking out. Uh and then I also kicked off uh Sea of Stars and like Terrence has said and everybody else has said you should play that game. It's re- man the music in that game is so good. <laughs> So good. Um, so I, good. I love the mechanics of the two characters. I'm assuming you'll get more characters eventually, but right now I just have you the, two, the yep. two characters. I love that everything is, is like there's more to it. So like mm-hmm. when you attack, you can tap the A button and it'll do an extra ta- an attack if you time it correctly. You can block with the A button. I love the little fucking mini games with the, with the, the skills. So like mm-hmm. the, the Moonerang bouncing it back and forth between the enemies is like so fun. Yep. Oh, man. And the animation on the characters, even though it looks like Chrono Trigger, like how they shimmy along walls and... Yep. This game is... The animations are so sweet. Like, that, yeah. it's, it, that game is so good. Like, it's in my it's in my game. And this is... Well, it, not to go back to Starfield. It, sea of Stars is in my game of the year consideration, but Starfield is not. That, you know... But this 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 year is just crazy. Yeah, games, man. Like it's so many good games out. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited to play more of Sea of Stars. Like I'm really really enjoying that game. Um, I'm glad. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, I I think as long as it continues to hold this, it will be in my game of the year conversation. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Nice. Um, and I think that's it. I did boot up the Switch and almost bought Gravity Circuit. Like, I thought about it for a couple minutes, and I was like, you know what? I've got Sea of Stars, so I'm going to go play that, so I didn't pick up Gravity Circuit. What is Gravity Circuit? Oh, is that the Shredder Mega Man game? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. And it's on sale right now, so. That's another reason uh... I thought about picking it up, is because it was like $17. I was like, is it time? <laughs> it wasn't time. It was Wait till time. Black Friday. Yeah. Wait till Black Friday. I'm kind of hoping eventually they port it to Xbox, and then I'll probably just pick it up. But yeah, right now I'm just like, man. And then of course I didn't check to see how much it was on Steam 
Um, same price. It's seventeen. Know, $17. Is it? Because it was more expensive on Switch than Steam to start with. Uh, I think I, I checked the prices because it's on three platforms. It's on PlayStation, PC, and Switch. Okay. PlayStation is not on sale. It's still $22. Okay. Uh, the Steam version was 17 something, and the Switch version was 17 something. Gotcha. Uh, and then I played some Overwatch, and I'm totally happy that I'm probably not going to touch that game again for a long time because football start, started today. So I won't be playing it today and tomorrow. And then MK is out on Thursday. Um, I literally played 14 games Friday and Saturday night and won two. Jesus. And I'm just like, you know what? At this point, this shit ain't even fun. Like, it's just so bad. Yeah, you're just torturing yourself at this point. Yeah. So I'm super happy that football started, Mortal Kombat's out. I just don't care. I came close to deleting, but I know better. (laughs) I know better. All right. All right. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah, that that level is much higher. (laughs) Nice. I apologize. I was using a new headset through the first half of the show, and it was very quiet. The mic was. So I swapped back to the old headset, and now I'm very loud. So I need to turn that down. Yeah. Um, but I think that's I think that's all I played. I mean, I always play Madden. That's just kind of my jam. Uh, oh, I did revisit um, Jedi. I checked out the Jedi patch. Oh yeah, how is the performance? Fucking flawless butter. Oh good. It's crazy right. how much better this game is now. <laughs> That game, um, the the actual game there, I know the performance was kind of crappy, but the actual game there is tremendous, and it will be on my game of the year list. So that's good to hear. If, you, if you're somebody that's been holding out um, on that game because of the performance stuff, now sounds like might be the time to jump in because that game's really good. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, this game now runs at a buttery smooth 60 FPS in performance mode, and then if you swap it over, the 30 FPS is... is... Smooth as ice, too. So, they finally got it to where it needed to be. Like we said when it came out, it probably just needed to wait to come out. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, uh, anyway. Yep, I think that's it. I think that's all I played this week. I, I've been going back to Starfield a little bit, just to just to play a little bit more to see how I still feel about it. But you guys kind of covered enough of Starfield. I, I put my thoughts out there in review form, and I, I still think that I, I hit exactly where I wanted to be on that one. So anyway, you can tell that it's that time of year because every week Microsoft puts out this like next week on Xbox and I scrolled through it on Friday and it was like 30 plus games. That's Jesus. Xbox. So that means, you know, the switch has like a hundred games coming out this week. Always. Yep. But there is a lot of stuff coming out this week. So we'll kick it off with Xbox Series X, PlayStation 5, um, the Crew Motorfest, which we talked about. That's out on Monday. F1 Manager 2023. Terrence, also Force 1.0 is out this week. Remember that game? Oh, yeah. I actually actually do want that. Is it coming to Game Pass? Uh, I don't know if it's coming to Game Pass, but I should have code this week. So keep an eye out. Okay. Okay. Uh, Smurfs Cart, I'm assuming that's the physical version because that came out last week. The Isle Tide Hotel, uh, Mystic Gate, Super Bomberman R2, 
ad infinitum which i'm mildly interested in because it's like a world war one psychological first person shooter so it sounds interesting yeah uh heavy duty challenge mortal kombat one is out on thursday god i can't wait uh solar ash Samum Eterna, Baby Shark, Sing and Swim Party. You know you're hyped for that. Oof. <laughs> uh, Blasphemous 2, assuming that's a physical version, because that's already out. Uh, Dreamhouse Days DX, Dungeon Village, Game Dev Story. Interesting. Oh, what's that coming out on? This is Xbox. So. Oh, wow, okay. Game uh, Dev Story's great. Yep, Hot Spring Story, Isekai Rondo. Uh, NASCAR Arcade Rush, which I'm not going to lie, looks kind of fucking rad. It looks like a Daytona USA style game. Nice. Um, Persona 5 Royale, one more edition. Uh, Station Manager and Werewolf Pinball. Um, PlayStation 5. Just so you know how many games are coming out, I always have to click in on Switch. I've had to click on on every console this week. It's crazy. Wow. Um, PlayStation 5 is a lot of the same stuff, but we're also getting Eternites. Uh, Nower Play... Eternites? Eternites. What is Eternites? I don't know, it's just one word. E-T-E-R-N-I-G-H-T-S. Eternites. The roguelike, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Nower Play With Your Food. Pixel Ripped, 1995. Toho, New World. Uh, A.K. Zalati? Axolotl? 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 Yeah, that's an animal. Well, it's A-K-X-O-L-O-T-L. That's that's how it's spelled. Post it in the chat. Okay. Uh, Behind the Frame, The Finest Scenery VR. That's how it's spelled. How would you pronounce that? Yeah, it's it's probably supposed to be Axolotl. Okay. I still have no idea what that is. Um, the game that got fanboys panties in a bunch, Inspector Gadget, the Mad Part, Mad Time Party, is out this week. Because remember they announced it for everything but Xbox, and the Xbox guys were like, why is it coming to Xbox? I expect all y'all motherfuckers to buy it. I was about to say that. That's why I wooed, because yeah, everybody was, yeah, y'all better, that game better be game of the week in sales. <laughs> right? Uh, and Neon White. Was that not already out on PlayStation? Am I crazy? I thought I thought it was. Huh. Okay. Uh, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, pretty much the same stuff. We're getting Gravity Oddity for PlayStation 4, Xbox One. God damn, I gotta click into this. Um, oh yeah, by the way, um, Axolotl is a game about an Axolotl who has an AK-47. Fucking okay. So that's why it's right. AK's a lotl. Gotcha. Nice. So it's okay. a pun. Okay. Yes. Uh, Xbox One, pretty much the same stuff. We're also getting a game called Ugly and Station Manager. Okay. Now it's time for the Switch. Your favorite one. Oh lord. Uh, we don't want Anthony here to ruin his uh, Google search <laughs> his either. Google so search right. <laughs> Mr. Google search. Um, the Adventures of Ben Rabbit Run. Okay. Uh, Gunbrella. 
Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet, The Hidden Treasure of Area Zero Part 1, The Teal Mask. That's a lot. Okay. Jesus. That is a lot. Uh, Bat and Kaitos, 1 and 2 HD remasters out this week. I forgot about that. Uh, City of Beats, Dynablaster, Enraged Red Ogre. Okay. Uh, Labyrinth. Definitely not going to search for that one. Labyrinth, starring Jennifer Connelly. No, not that one. Uh, <laughs> and Lot- David Bowie. And David Bowie, yes. And Hoggle. Hoggle. Don't forget Hoggle. What is Hoggle? That's the, the troll that walks around with Jennifer Connelly in the movie. Oh, okay. That was his name. I thought you were talking about a game called Hoggle. Oh, no, no. confused for a minute. I still remember all That's, the characters in that movie. It sounded like it could have been a, could have been a Peggle ripoff with pigs. Like... But I think they would call that Piggle instead, so... I'd play Piggle. I'm not gonna lie. The fuck is that? Oh, Axolotl. Okay, so that... Uh, yes, I would play that game. Yeah. I would totally play that game. Uh, I wasn't told until I saw that it was an Axolotl with an AK-47, and then with, I thought, eh, maybe I should play that. With a baby with a pacifier on his Yeah, on with his a, arm. a baby Axolotl. That's awesome. Uh, lies as a starting point... Love, Love, School Days. I bet you know what that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mugen Soul Z. Retro Mystery Club Volume 1, The Isashima Case. Retro Revengers. Skyhook. Uh, Teosita plus Estigma. Thunder Ray. Yummy Jewels. Ooh. Boy, this, okay. this next one doesn't even, doesn't even try. Anime Sexy Girl Puzzle Hentai Game History Adventure. Oh, wow. Nope. <laughs> they was like, you know what? All the catchy titles are taken. We're just going to go combine them all. This is like the fucking Captain yeah. Planet of, of Hentai there's Game History. Like, there's at least one <clears throat> dude out there that owns all of these games. That's the thing that always dude, that throws in... me off about this. Like, it's never what, – what, what gets me about these is never the fact that they exist and they're out there on the eShop, right? I've, I've come to grips with that. What gets me about it always is knowing that there's someone out there buying them all. Yes. You're right. Uh, You're and, absolutely God, right. <clears throat> I was on... I, I'm glad I don't leave the house much. I was on the eShop this weekend because I was looking for what was new because I'm like, well, I haven't bought a Switch game in a while. Thought about buying Gravity Circle. I was like, I'll see what else is new. It took me 10 scrolls to get to a game that that A, I'd ever heard of, and B, didn't have some anime girl with like her underwear in the title screen. Yeah. And I'm just like... Good lord, Nintendo, you need to do something. Like, 30XX just came out, and it was a solid 20 scrolls down. Yeah, what ha- what happened to the Nintendo seal of quality, man? Let's get that back. <sighs> they're selling they're selling panty auditions of fucking well, games. Again, somebody's buying them. They yep. absolutely are, and it's terrifying. Yes. Uh, another Crusade... I'm surprised in all the years we've been doing this podcast that we've never had anybody write into us about or being angry about how dismissive we are of panty games. They don't want you to know that they play them. I guess, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like those people that used to come into the, the store buy those special videos. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't talk about that. You don't talk about that. Uh, Corbett, A Color Adventure. Oh, I think I already said that. Hexawars. League of Champions Soccer 2024. 
Whew, okay, how would you pronounce this? Because I'm not even going to take an, an, an attempt at it. That's a game. First of, of all, that's a game. That right? looks like a scientific that, uh, name. That looks like my. That looks like my cat walked across the keyboard. Um, quirth, like what? Quirth, pith, pithle, quirth peel. You know what it looks quirth like to pool? me? It looks like uh, a piece of a code I would send y'all for review. A hundred percent. Actually, yeah. Peel. I don't know what. Q R T H dash P H Y L. I don't know why I said dash like I was from Minnesota all of a sudden. Yeah. Dash. Dash. Q R T H dash. P H Y L. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what that is. Who makes this? Kurthpithel. Kurthpithel. Uh, maybe by a company called Varen. It says Kurthpithel is an action game developed by Hermit Games. Okay. okay. From here, from here on out, I'm calling it Cursed Pee Hole. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all playing Cursed Pee Hole? <laughs> Uh, Sakura, MMO, Extra, and Super Brawl Rush. Those are... Those are your games coming out this week, but only one matters. Mortal Kombat! That's if you want to spend the... That's the $110 version, by the way. Right. Which is also coming to the Switch. It's also coming to the Switch. I don't know if you saw that video I put in chat. I did. I saw some footage of the Switch version oh. already. Ooh, oh. Oh. Yeah, I mean if you're if you're I mean if you're buying multi-platform games on the Switch at this point, like I just feel bad. I mean, yeah. this is this one's not coming to Xbox One and PS4, so Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it it's I, I got to imagine the folks that are buying Mortal Kombat One on the Switch are because that's what that's what they have. That's a platform they have that it's coming to, and it's. I feel sucks. bad. Yeah, I do too. Because man, it is. That's <laughs> it's so, like the fact that they would port it to the Switch, but not port it to the Xbox One and PS4 is bananas to me. Yeah, yeah. that's so weird. Like at least the PS4. Like the PS4's got like a like hundred hundred million systems out there or something. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going to take the time... Like, I thought they didn't port it just because it was only next-gen, but then I see there's a Switch version, I'm like, why? Yep. Yeah. And it was a separate team <clears throat> that did the Switch version. The same one that made... I guess they did 11. They made 11. I mean, it's fine, but port it to the PS4 and Xbox One, too. Yep. I did not play 11 on the Switch, obviously, because I'm not a masochist uh <laughs> anybody play it anybody know if it i i heard the fighting up? is fine but the crypt is like a nightmare uh okay yeah <clears throat> which by the yeah, way I it's think weird I, anthony said that. yeah anthony said that the, the crypt is like terrible it's crazy that we are like days away and it feels like the olden times where we don't know exactly what's in this game. Even with yeah, all the we le- really don't know anything. Yeah, even with all the leaks, we don't know the last character. Which is crazy. Yeah. Like it, yeah. it's exciting because like I don't want to look on Twitter because I'm like, I just I just want to go in and like dig through the menus and see what the shit's going on and like Maybe it's the boss. Like the last maybe. characters, whoever the final call because I mean I'm curious who the boss is gonna be. Chinook, maybe we haven't seen him. Yeah, in I don't. New reality. And why would Luke Kane create him though? I don't know. I'm super excited though, like because I feel like for the first time I don't know everything about the game before it's coming out. 
Right. I've purposely, yeah. like, anytime somebody posts, like, a video, because it did leak on Friday. Like, somebody has it. And, like, a bunch of the story cutscenes are out there. I haven't looked at one of them. I'm proud of you. Well, this is my jam, man. I want, I want to experience this game. I don't want to see it in a fucking compressed Twitter video. Fuck that. I feel it. I feel it. Like, the characters don't bother me. Like, I don't care if you tell me who's in the game. Like, that's fine. But the fact that I don't know the modes and shit... Like, what are the skins like and stuff? Yeah. I got you. That invade You know about that invasion mode, right? I know the name of it, but I don't know, like, the full detail. Like, I didn't read it. Oh, okay. Well, I'm only going to spoil it. I am interested in it, though. That is interesting. Yeah. I just... I really just want to see the story. Like, I'd rather just watch somebody play it than... And definitely, I'm not about to spend one hundred nine dollars just to play it this week. Like, ah, oh, shit, you love that. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I totally would. If I don't get a code, I totally would. I would. Oh, I, yep, I don't even doubt it. <laughs> I'm that guy for this game. I'm that guy. I'm just saying. I yeah, I would totally would be if it was like a Marvel or something. Spe- like, I totally would be that guy. Like, I feel it, man. I get it. I just nah, I'm for Mortal Kombat. All right, time for some news. Um, Forza Motorsport previews are dropping September 11th, so that's the day you're hearing this. I, I saw a lot of people are playing it, including like fanboy YouTubers, and like we don't, yeah, we didn't play it, so that's why I don't understand. That's because that's what was bugging me out. Because I thought it was going to be out like Saturday for the early release thing, but then like it told me, like it let me install it finally, but it was like, nah, you can't. Servers ain't up. I'm like, what? Well, Forza so playing for, it for Forza. Oh wait. No, 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 that's something else. Never mind. I'm yeah, thinking you're thinking of the, of the crew. Yeah, we got too many motorsport games. That's we do, we, we do right, have go. too many motorsport. But this is Forza, which is not out till October. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I guess a bunch of, uh, like, I saw some, like, of those, you know, those Xbox YouTube channels, like, they were playing it. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I don't need to play. Paris in his comfortable racing chair. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the new Xbox update for September is out. Uh, quite a few things in here. There's a stream games to Discord. Uh, variable refresh rate, um, toggles, which is pretty cool. Xbox voice reporting. Um, so it's, it's, it's a decent update. Yeah. Uh, new Game Pass games announced. I don't think we didn't know about any of these. Uh, Starfield, obviously, Solar Ash on the 14th, and then Lies of P on the 19th. Xbox announced their Tokyo Game Show stream will be September 21st at 6 p.m. JST, I don't know what time that is. Um, Looks like it's going to be about 5 in the morning Eastern time. Lord. So it looks like there's going to be some new game announcements for Game Pass, because that's what it always is. Uh, Sources have told The Verge that Microsoft was prototyping a cloud-focused handheld device previously. They also scrapped the plan for the dedicated uh, cloud Game Pass tier because regulators are concerned about xCloud during the ABK acquisition. That's interesting. Todd Howard said they look forward to talking about Indiana Jones next year. Um, Yeah, basically saying that we'll, we'll see Indiana Jones next year. And then Mega, not Lego, announced a Mega Xbox 360 building set in a 3-4 scale. Comes with like a jewel case with Halo 3 and a controller and all that shit. 
So mm. you can build a you can build an Xbox 360 that is <clears throat> literally a brick. <laughs> I saw that was the thing that you put on there about like, is there a variant with a red light? And if they don't do that, that's just a missed opportunity. Like if there's not some little red megas in there, like how did Microsoft not get yeah. Lego? Like how did they not get Lego? Right. right. Like what the heck? Lego will do anything. Like why? Why? Would well, they... doesn't doesn't Microsoft already have an existing relationship with Mega? Because didn't Mega do uh, all the Halo sets? Yeah, you're probably right. I think you're right. That might be what it is. But it doesn't help the the like the optics of like Microsoft not actually being like in in the conversation of video games when. Yeah, they can't even get Lego to make their fucking system. It's got to be Mega. Yeah. yeah. Like, that, that's the kid you made fun of in school because he didn't have Legos. He's yeah. Fucking Mega Blocks, man. Mega Blocks. Uh, all right. Nintendo Switch Online games for September 6th. We got Kirby Star Stacker for the Super Nintendo. The Quest for Camelot for the Game Boy, which is a weird fucking pull. Um. Downtown Niketsu March, Super Awesome Field Day for the NES, and Joy Mech Fight for the NES. That's a, that's a lineup of games. I'll say that. That is, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Nintendo announced four new Switch bundles coming October 6th. This is kind of like a tradition. Like, you know, there's going to be a Mario Kart one, yada, 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 probably Tears of the Kingdom, all that shit. There was a video about Charles Martinet no longer voicing Mario that was like three minutes of just weird. Yeah. I I didn't even watch it. There's nothing in that video that tells you anything that you couldn't have gleaned from a, a, a five-word tweet. Gotcha. Like, literally, there was nothing. That video was nothing. It's weird, man. I don't know why he's... And they won't tell us who's voicing Mario now? Like, it's some kind of big fucking secret? It is a secret, actually. He's also the Mario ambassador, and he has no idea what it is. (laughs) I did see that. I saw that that somebody had asked him, and he was like, I'm not sure what... (laughs) <laughs> what, the, what the job is it's probably like when you're on a sports team and you get injured and they still gotta pay you like his voice is so iconic that they just gotta pay him but they don't want him to do it anymore or something I don't know yeah that's weird um I'm sad Anthony's not here because uh according to VGC and Eurogamer Nintendo was showing the Switch successor off to devs at Gamescom behind closed doors running the Matrix Awakens UE5 demo as well as Breath of the Wild at a higher frame rate and resolution Oh, shoot. Yeah. Yeah. What do we got here? Numbers. Spyro Reignited Trilogy sold 10 million copies globally, and y'all motherfuckers don't know about Spyro. Right? Uh, Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster has surpassed 3 million. Sea of Stars has sold 250,000 in its first week, which is crazy. Good for them. Um, Starfield had over a million concurrents on all platforms combined and has surpassed 6 million players, making it the biggest Bethesda launch to date. Oh, Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis has surpassed 2 million downloads. 
Mortal Shell sold a million copies. Bloodstained Ritual of the Night sold 2 million copies. Uh, they also announced Classic Mode 2 and new premium DLC costumes. And a multiplayer mode coming from Way Forward. Uh, Sumo Group has acquired mobile game developer Madoki. And Atari has acquired Atari-centric news and fan site Atari Age. Release dates. EA Sports WRC is launching November 3rd. Company of Heroes Collection coming to Nintendo Switch this fall. Little Gator Game is coming to Xbox One slash PS4. Um, it's already out on Switch and PC. The first two Game Center CX games are getting a remaster for Nintendo Switch. What we talked about earlier, the five Kyrosoft games are coming to Xbox One and Windows on September 15th, including Station Manager, Hot Spring Story, Game Dev Story, Dungeon Village, and Dreamhouse Days DX. They're already out on everything else. Uh, EA Sports UFC is coming October 27th, only next-gen. Gargoyles Remastered got a release date October 19th, coming to everything. Super stoked for oh, that. so good. Yeah, that cartoon's so good. That video game is really good. Keith David mm-hmm. doing the voice. It's good shit. Uh, Super Adventure Hand coming September 21st for Switch and PC. Slay the Princess coming October 20th. Uh, Free the Chant, the Gloom Below DLC launches September 12th. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem game announced for PC and consoles launching in 2024. This is the game mill one, right? Or is that? Yep. Okay, yeah. Uh, Japanese Rural Life Adventure coming to Apple Arcade on September 15th. And our first delay of the big games of fall, Alone in the Dark reboot delayed to January 16th, 2024. It's a late news week. That's, uh... Yeah. It is. That's all I got, other than there's some dude on Twitter leaking the Nintendo Direct. That's supposed to be happening. Because why not? This week. There's some stuff in there. Rumored F-Zero, Mario vs. DK. Although I hear the F-Zero thing is F-Zero 99. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's I'd exactly love that. That's the best one. <laughs> you know what 99 is, right? It's that Battle Royale that they keep making. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Wait, there's a F Zero Battle Royale. There's a Battle Royale for like, do you not know about the '99 series, Terrence? I do not know. So Nintendo is doing '99 series. They did Tetris. They did Mario. What else did they do? Like, oh wait, I do remember the Mario uh, one. I didn't know. Yeah, Mario. Okay. Yeah, I can't remember. I think there was another one, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I swear there was another one, but yeah, it's basically like a Battle Royale where there's 99 players and then they go down to one. And if the first time we. Yeah, Pac-Man, Pac-Man. Pac-Man. Yeah, you're Pac-Man. right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So if Z- F-Zero comes back in that format for the first time since, God, when was the last F-Zero game? GBA was the last one? Yep. Like, fuck you, Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be happy just to have something new in the series, but yeah, it's bullshit if that's what it ends up being. Ugh, that would make me so mad. Just how hard is it to port GX, man? Like, really? Yeah. The game's already widescreen. It's already 60 frames a second running on the GameCube. Just fucking do it, yep. man. 
Uh, I'm gonna check the inbox again, but I didn't see any earlier. Nope, no emails. You have one tweet. It's a quiet week, man. A lot, a lot of people just chilling. Jeremy tweets in and says, I had a good question, but forgot, so I'll just hush about Everspace 2. Really loving my time with it. I think you meant to say gush. Uh, really <laughs> loving my time with it. Just over 50 hours so far. Got a big old ship with combat drones and blowing up everything. The story and voice work is really good. Looking forward to the next 50 hours. Yeah, Everspace is pretty solid. That's um, that's another that game that came out that we just stopped talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I haven't gone back to it because, you know, I've been playing Starfield. But it, it definitely... I mean, it was a different type of game, so it doesn't let you fly like that. But it does. The combat and stuff is, I would say, it's more, it's better than it is in Starfield. But I do, I do like that one. I have to go back to Everspace. I enjoyed what I played of it, and I like everything else. I just never got back to it. Yeah, it's because it's so much stuff. <laughs> there's too, there's too much. Yeah, like you sit down and you're like, all right, I got like 45 minutes. I'm gonna play. Oh God, what am I going to play? There's like 15 different things. Like, you know what I mean? Like, jeez. Uh, yep. Until until Ryan talked about it earlier, I had forgotten Jedi Survivor came out this year. Oh yeah. <laughs> wow. I just, wow. I actually did too because I haven't played it. I'm waiting for the EA Play um for it to drop there, which I guess I thought it was going to happen early fall, but I guess it'll probably end up being like November or something. Well, it sold a bunch, so I'm assuming that's yeah, why. It it didn't go in there. It seems to be like if the the game stops selling, then it goes in there. So yeah, well, it actually, may not be this year then because I'm sure they'll probably discount it for Black Friday. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Just pick yeah, it up then. that's it gonna be my be. guess. My guess is that game goes into EA Play. I know you're not gonna like what I say here, but I, th- I my guess is February. I could see that. That's my guess. Um, also, there was that rumor that came out right before we started the show that they're porting. Gotham Knights to the Switch. Okay. <laughs> right. Which, bruh, because that's, you know, they ain't focused on that 60 frames per second for the consoles. They wanted to get that stable 20 for Switch. That's why we Did haven't heard 20? from those developers. 20? Really? Oh, sorry. 12. We'll give them 12. I was going to say, 12, 12 is more likely. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. That game had problems hitting 30 on a Series X PS5. You, Man, you really think it's gonna? You really think it's gonna pull it, pull it off on the switch? No, no, it'd be about twelve. Like that's just I don't know why they because that game is not bad. That's another one that came out. That's that's not a bad game. That was last year. But, You're fine. Mm, that was okay. not 2023. Yeah. You're fine. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> like you gotta don't don't start bringing 2022's late games in because we already got too much of 2023. We got too many, right? You're right. You show sure, right. Like I can't I can't do any more of 2022's games, which is crazy because you know in two weeks is the one year anniversary of Overwatch Two. Oh my God! Has it been out a year already? Wow. Yep. Wow. Like they, they the latest patch. They're like uh, the uh, anniversary event starts on the nineteenth of September. I was like, oh shit, it has been out a year. I don't know, man. Video games are wild right now, and I don't even care. They are because fucking Mortal Kombat's out this week. 
that's it. All that matters. Yeah. October's <laughs> gonna be a October's gonna be a bloodbath. Was so. Let me pull up. I'm gonna do a quick search because I want to know October twenty three. Yeah. So you got Mirage on the what is that now the fifth? Yeah, because it got moved it up. up. All right. You've got Spider Man and Super Mario Wonder on the twentieth. Yep. Uh, there's a couple other things. Oh, Alan Wake, right? Is all right, October. I got a little. So, Warhammer 40k Dark Tide coming to Xbox October 4th. Assassin's Creed Mirage October 5th. Uh, Detective Pikachu October 6th. Forza Motorsport October 10th. Uh, Lords of the Fallen October 13th. Sonic God, Superstars October 17th. Jesus. Yeah, Marvel Spider-Man October 20th. And, Mar- and Mario Wonder same day. Metal Gear Solid Master Collection October 24th. Uh, Ghost Runner still going. Ghost Runner two October twenty sixth. Alan Wake two October twenty seventh. Yeah, that's there's more here, but those are the ones that are like, damn. That's just insane. Because you know what the the next season of Diablo is in. If anybody's still playing it, is in no. October. That wild card football. That game looks so much fun. I'm actually excited for that one. That's in October too. Um, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, October is about to be in. Same. Which is wild because I, I look imagine at imagine yeah. going back to play Diablo now. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Me too either. much other shit to play. Too much. Like, nah, Diablo had his chance. It blew his shot, so we yep. we moving on. <laughs> yeah. I feel that way about Street Fighter too. I'm like, there's a new character coming out September twenty seventh. I'm like, Bruh. but Mortal Kombat'll be out. I don't I don't care. <laughs> I was I was installing stuff on that on this Xbox and I was I came I went to the S's and I was like damn Street Fighter did just come out did it I forgot all about that I'll be back on that when uh when they drop my boy next year that's when I will go back to Street Fighter when they finally release uh, Akuma yeah it's crazy like I haven't even touched Armored Core yet like I didn't even pick it up yet like that game came that's out good yeah. I haven't gone back to it yet because there's other stuff, and now I'm like playing the review stuff that I can't. There's just there's so much. This year is just insane, man. There's there's literally if you can't find one game this year that you just like are in love with and it's just for you, something's wrong. There's literally something in every genre this year that's like a banger. I don't I don't understand how we can have a year this good, and it feels like the discourse around video games, at least on Twitter. Is just straight fucking Negative. misery, man. It's just, it's yeah. not just, it's not just video games. It's everything. Like, how can everything people... is so toxic? Well, it's like we're we're living in what we dreamed of as kids. Of like, we've got fucking Star Wars television shows. We've got Marvel yep. television shows. We've got full on, you know, multi hundred million dollar movies about the characters we love. Yep. And all we can do is fucking just take big old shits on them. I mean, listen, mm-hmm. uh, pro wrestling's in the same boat right now because we've got a legit competitor and all people do is bitch. So it's it's everything. The, the, the discourse on everything anymore is just toxic as hell. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. It's worse than it's been. I, why? I don't... I... Like, why... <laughs> Why do you want to be miserable? Understand it. I will never because understand it. 
I was gonna say because it's fun, but it's not. Like I don't, I don't get it. Like it, just, it makes no sense. That's what I'm saying. Like there's just so much stuff. Like if you can't find something to make you happy, and you gotta head head to Twix, and like you know, bitch out and make a video where your head explodes about somebody picking a gender or something. That's what the fuck, man. Then like, my dude, I saw somebody tweeted me the other day that somebody was in like somebody held a five hour spaces about arguing about video games. I'm like, what? Oh yeah. Jesus. I think so I think I have this pet theory that what happened is early early in the uh the life cycle of the internet people started being toxic because they thought it was funny and so they were ironically toxic and you know they were trolls ironically and then there's this whole generation of people that came up and saw all that behavior and didn't realize half of it was for show and mm-hmm. thought that that's just how you're supposed to behave. I mean it you know, feels I like see that, that. Yeah, it does because that's it's just the norm now. And I look at that stuff and I'm like, why though? Like you literally took the time. But okay, I guess. I, 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 that's just too much. I can't. I can't even fathom no. it. Like I just can't. Like it's like when it like you guys give me a hard time because you think I like every movie. I'm like, no, nah, I just don't hate every movie. Like. Yeah. I I think the other thing about it is the more the less free time I have when I'm older, the less I care to be that involved in online discussion about stuff that Dang. I enjoy. Like, yep. Uh, like I I don't I don't need I don't need that sort of arguing and proving proving that what I like is good. Like I don't need mm-hmm. that in my life anymore. Yeah, well, like, see, who cares? And even that, right, even that has changed because when we were kids or when we were younger or this age where, you know, these niggas are acting foolish, we were on forums and different stuff and it was a place to celebrate and talk about the different stuff that you love, right? Not say, oh, this is superior to this because of this, that, the third. Like, you know what I mean? You have the extra trolls, like you said, that's doing that stuff just because. But, yeah. like... That's where you went. You went to those places to talk about the, you know, comic books or D&D or movies, all the different chat rooms and forums and that they had in video games. And now, I yeah, I could care less. Like, I no, I don't know when the last time I've looked at like a forum or something like that, unless I'm specifically looking for something like I'm not just going there just to, you know, oh, let me see what's up. Say what's up to the fellas or whatever. Like, yeah. We've decided in the last two decades that everything is tribal. Yep. And so there, there's only there's only two options for everything. And everything you either love or you think is the worst thing that's ever existed. And there's no there's no middle ground at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. The only thing the there's only no thing. there's no, what what it is is people talk about anonymity on the internet and what that's provided uh, for people and why people act the way they act and that's a part of it but really it's the inability for subtlety to come through in text that's created as much of a problem as anything because nothing's subtle anymore you're not allowed to have a subtle criticism or a subtle opinion on anything. Um, because subtlety and sarcasm don't come through well in text, so we just yep. decided that nobody's allowed to be subtle anymore. Yep. Uh, and it's it's toxic. Yeah, I know, it's weird, man. Shame. I don't get it. It is. 
<laughs> I don't get it. The only, oh, the, the well. only thing, the only thing that, 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 that pertains to is Shinmu. Well, I'm just going to get that in before we get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because I have to. And? I'm on brand. Damn. I have to stay on brand. He knows he and I are on a binary as it relates to Shinmu, so. Yeah. Ah, gotcha. Just throw that out there. It's the, only, right. it's the only, it's the only universal consistent. It's just. Yeah gotta be there but anyway that's uh, it's a short show which is nice because the news was light not a lot of tweets or emails I'll check the box one more time before we get out of here but I don't think it's it nope nothing came in um so it's cool it's you know video games it's about to get wild and we're about to have some really cool conversations uh, between September and October about a lot of really cool games I'm looking forward to playing yep yeah um but yeah if you want to shoot us a, a tweet or a twix as, as we like to call it you can send them to uh, ZTGD Podcasts on Twitter. Uh, if you want to shoot us an email, please do that. Podcasts at ZTGD.com. Uh, Phoenix Down, we got word. Drew lost his saves on Resident Evil, but managed to, to get him back. So he's uh, he finished Resident Evil 4, so that episode will hopefully be up this Friday. Um, other than that, enjoy your fucking. Enjoy your gaming, as The Rock would say. Yeah. Dwayne Johnson, enjoy your gaming. (laughs) What a dork. (laughs) What a dork. That's fucking funny. Uh, I know Anthony's not here this week, so... How do you feed blood to Grandpa? He's got to get him in there at least one time. That's it for the show this week. When you actually are getting, like, wood and stuff, you can come off the ship. God dang it. Nobody has anything <laughs> else. We'll get out of here. Perry's purchase. Alrighty. And it goes something like this. <laughs>